Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Friday, September 25th of 2020, and we are going to go ahead and get started with the Belgian royal family. This afternoon, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde presided over the Blue Beret Ceremony or Parade for the incoming students at the Royal Military Academy. The students also include their daughter, Princess Elizabeth, the Duchess of Brabant, who has finished her, like, entry training. I've been referring to it as basic training because I am an American and look at everything through an American lens. Um, so that's what I've been referring to it as, is, like, a basic training she was doing, she was in training for, like, a month, um, learning basic military skills. Um, so she has concluded that training, and along with all of her other, um, classmates, I guess, and... Today was the ceremony where they were promoted from, like, trainee to student. So there were, um, in any kind of basic training situation, there were dropouts. So, like, these are the the students that concluded that training and have now moved on to getting their however long education at the Royal Military Academy. Now, for Elizabeth, it's a year of, um of education at the at the academy um and then she'll move on to presumably like a bachelor's and probably a graduate degree as well um presumably that's what her father did at least um but he also did a four-year course at the royal military academy um so it was a really just like I was excited about the event because they had done such a buildup of, like, showing 45 minutes worth of video from her, like, day in training just a couple weeks ago um, to obviously, like, this ceremony where her father was handing her her blue beret. Um, And it's just really, like, Elizabeth is the first future queen that I'm watching go through this um, like the future regent, um, you know, cause there are older heirs to the throne. I'm fully aware, aware of this. Um, but like, I didn't watch them grow up quote unquote. Um, whereas like with Elizabeth, I, and many, many others have. Um, so it's been kind of cool to like watch her transition from student really private to a lot more public facing in the past couple months um and and she won't you know be public facing this intensely for a little while still um but like it's just been kind of cool to watch and it was a really like stark appearance of that today um and so it was just really sweet and like when Philippe handed her her official blue beret, like, there was just a really cute father-daughter moment, and it was just, it was adorable, um, 
it's just been really fun to like watch this process as um, you know so many other future monarchs are kind of approaching this same or similar age. Um, it's been really cool to see like at least how Belgium is doing it and if it's a if it turns out to be a blueprint for other countries that have female heir to the throne. So like the Netherlands, Spain, even Denmark, I mean like those heirs and Norway, like all of these heirs are, um, Denmark's heir is not a female, I'm well aware. Um, but like these, this, this generation of royal children um, to kind of start going through this process. Um, it's just been really cool to watch. So anyway, that's my rambling like gushiness of the day. It was just a really sweet day um, in Belgium. So that's what was on the agenda. It was great. Um, I'm hoping for like maybe some more pictures over the next couple of days. I do have some video that I'm going to try and post on Instagram, um, which is the Daily Royal. So make sure to check that out. Um, I'll have some videos, especially of like the moment she gets her blue beret and things like that. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the British Royals. Today, from the British Royals, there was nothing, <laughs> how do I do this? There was nothing public facing from the top five that I cover, um, or from the five Royals that I cover. However, I want to mention, because I, like so many others, when they heard the news, was very excited that Princess Eugenie, um, who is the daughter of Prince Andrew, and um, Sarah Ferguson. So Princess Eugenie is pregnant and it's very exciting. And so I wanted to mention it. I don't talk about her or her family um, because none of them are working royals or in the line of succession really. Um, but it was sweet and I wanted to say something because who doesn't love a good Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooks Banks, like they're just sweet. So congratulations to them. Um, but like I said, there was nothing public facing from the five that I cover. Um, but there was a lot of events on the court circular. So um, it looks like Charles and Camilla are still in Scotland. Um, and so Charles or the Prince of Wales, Duke of Rothsay, whatever, he's Duke of Rothsay in Scotland. Um, but he held an audience today with the founder of the Aberdeenshire Highland Beef Association. Um, so that's cool, I guess. Um, and then later, he and Camilla met with a representative from the Scottish Seafood Association. Okay. Um, and then Camilla had a phone meeting with the I don't know what to call him. Um, it, he, they called him the pro-chancellor in the circular, but I don't know what that means. Because um, Camilla is officially the chancellor of the University of Aberdeen. But 
she had a meeting with the pro-chancellor, whatever that is. I don't know if that's, like, the professional chancellor who, like, isn't an honorary title but, like, does the work. Um, so they met via phone today. Um, so that was it for the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. Um, or the Duke and Duchess of Rothsay, if we go by their Scottish names. Um, and then we'll move on to Kensington Palace, where the Duke of Cambridge had a video call with a former astronaut from Japan. Really interested to see what he is working on with all of these. Um, and then the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge together had a video call with residents of um, Koala Island? Kangaroo Island? Hold on. Uh, with the residents of Kangaroo Island in Australia about the effects of the 2019 wildfires. So somehow, this feels like a million years ago when in reality it was less than a year ago. Australia was um, pretty much on fire. It was very serious. Lots of things were terrible and it was just bad. Um, and so this was like a follow-up call to the residents of Kangaroo Island. Um, so lots of events that we didn't really hear about because of course the focus was on uh, Princess Eugenie's announcement, which as it should be. Um, so we didn't hear about any of this stuff today from the social media because it was all really focused on the baby announcement, um, which was very exciting. So that was the day with the British Royals, a very exciting day. This day has like a lot of big moments, but not from a lot of families. So it was an interesting day to be a royal watcher. Um, it's also just been a really weird week in my personal life, so maybe that's impacting how I feel about today. Um, but anyway, so that's what was going on in the British royal family. We are gonna skip Denmark, because again, nothing going on there. They have had a very light week um, with, well, really just one event, um, and then a picture release early in the week. So with that, we're gonna move on to the Netherlands. Alexander visited a metro line or like a subway underground transportation thing um, called the North-South Line. And I don't know why that's significant. Um, I think it's a higher tech metro. Um, I think, and something that the Netherlands in time is gonna try and move towards. And so he was there on a working visit to learn all about it. So he was in a, a passenger car and kind of talking to commuters. Um, very weird to see 
travel that way. Um, social distancing measures were definitely put into place. Everyone was wearing masks, um, but still like a bizarre thing. Um, just, I guess, because I haven't seen it because of where I live specifically, like we don't travel that way. We travel in our cars. And so I don't see what public transportation looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. And so this was like just a little jarring. I think I would feel the same way if I was looking at a picture of like the New York subway right now um, or the inside of a plane. Seeing people like fly on um, in pictures or in Instagram stories, it is the most bizarre thing to me right now. Um, which, I mean, I think it is for everyone, but like this was no different. It had that kind of same like, oh yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic kind of effect. Um, and I don't notice it as much in like everyday life as I do when I'm looking at pictures of transportation modes where one would never wear a face mask before unless, you know, it just didn't happen. But it, it happens now and it was just a little jarring. Um, but that was the day in Netherlands. I don't really understand the significance of this visit. Um, it was interesting to see Willem Alexander on a, on a train, um, or like an underground subway. That was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I have to say about that. It wasn't anything too grand or exciting for me. Um, so with that, we are going to move on to Norway. eventful turn in the Norwegian royal household. Um, so this morning, really, really early, the report came out that King Harald had been taken to a hospital um, for issues with some breathing. Um, it was reported a couple hours later that he was going to be on sick leave for the rest of the week. Um, and would return on Sunday the 4th. And um, that COVID had been ruled out as the cause of the issues, which is fantastic. Um, and then shortly thereafter, some announcements came about like, okay, he is on sick leave. Crown Prince Akun is now serving as regent. But the royal family is going to continue engagements as normal, um, which I think kind of relieved everybody. Um, so the latest report is that King Harald is doing better and will stay in the hospital for the weekend um, to have some tests run and just make sure he's ready to go home maybe Monday. Um, and... Things kind of continued as normal, just with the added attention of 
the king being in hospital and Crown Prince Akun serving as regent. Um, you know, that, that tends to happen. King Harold was also hospitalized um, pretty early in the year, like literally right after I started this podcast. He was in the hospital and it was concerning then. And, you know, it's it's concerning when a man of a certain age who is no longer appearing to be in the best health of his life um, is taken to a hospital, especially when he's a king. Um, but it looks like for right now, everything is going really well. Um, we'll, of course, I'll, of course, have more updates probably on Monday uh, for Tuesday's episode. So, um, with that, the normal calendar of events happened, just with some modifications. Um, so, like I mentioned, Crown Prince Akun is serving as regent, which means he is basically in, in control. Um, and so he was in charge today of holding the weekly Council of State, as well as an audience with the Prime Minister. And um, he'll have some additional intense responsibilities next week while his father is on the sick leave. Um, so day continued as normal. Um, Queen Sonia and King Harald were supposed to be together to open the to mark the opening of the museum that is um, based in what was Queen Sonia's childhood home. So she grew up in a home in Oslo, um, and they, I, I'm not sure when it was turned over, but it became a, well, I know it became a um, museum in 2018, um, and it was moved from Oslo to Lillehammer, which is also in Norway, obviously. Um, but a little bit more, um, a little less Oslo and a little less um, city-like. So there was more room for something like this to become a museum. Um, so it, the museum is, from what I can tell, really cool in that it focuses on like the different stages of Sonia's life in that house. Um, so she, from what I can gather, was in that house from birth really until her marriage. So there's a lot of different like cool history thingies. Um, you know, she lived her life there. That's kind of like the safe place where she and Harold would be able to go while they were dating way before the marriage could even happen. Again, they had a 10-year courtship. Um, so, like, lots of stuff happened in that house, and I think it's really cool that the city of Lillehammer is using it as a museum um, to honor Queen Sonia. So there was, she went to the house, and then there was, like, a celebration where she gave a speech um, and received, <laughs> this boggles my mind, received the key to her old house. Um, of course the key has been updated and whatever, but like, imagine that, <laughs> receiving a key to the house you grew up in as queen of the country you lived in your entire life. I just think it's so cool. Um, so it was a really 
bizarre day for the Norwegian Royals. Like, it started out kind of scary, um, and everything kind of just went as normal after that with some modifications. Um, and I think that's how it'll be for the next week. It'll be somewhat normal, but a little bit different, always with the health of King Harald in the back of um, people's minds. So, weird day. Um, that's what I'm saying. It was just, it feels like a weird day in the royal world. Um, but yeah, that's what was going on in Norway. Um, we're skipping Spain because nothing happened today, um, which is probably for the best, maybe. Um, there's some, there's some drama going on in Spain because when isn't there drama going on in Spain? It's my new question. Um, but yeah. So we're just going to skip them because the drama is nothing concrete, nothing really to talk about, same old, same old, just a new day, um, and move right on to Sweden. This morning, the Swedish Royal House released some pictures of a visit that Crown Princess Victoria and her children, Princess Estelle and Prince Oscar, took earlier this week. Um, I don't know when it happened. All it said was earlier this week. Um, and so they went to visit the exhibition at the Royal Palace um, called Look at the Carpets. Um, so this is a exhibition showing off the woven rugs of a designer whose first name is Marta and the last name I'm just not even going to try to pronounce. It has letters with symbols above them that I don't know how to make sense of. Um, I think it would be like most Fjerdstroms, um, but that's my best attempt. So Marta Mos Fjerdstroms, um, who like designs these really intricate, beautiful rugs. Um, I mean, they were beautiful and it was a display that closes in a few days. So Victoria wanted to take the kids to see it and learn. Um, I, I think this is like somewhat of Estelle's kind of culture training, like, um, I hate calling it that, but like, Estelle, as a future monarch of Sweden, is learning all about the culture starting. Really, she started like a few years ago. Um, I'm not sure that the weight of her future responsibility has sunk in yet, but she has really started to dig into Swedish culture and what a lot of things um, mean. Um, and so she was doing that today. Or, these pictures and then they also in the exhibit had the silver throne um, on a on a carpet on a woven carpet um, and there's just this really phenomenal picture again it'll be linked on the Instagram or you can see it on the Instagram of Estelle and Oscar like standing together just looking at this throne and it's one of those pictures that like I don't think it's really become popular yet, 
but like as Estelle kind of grows and like I can just see that picture kind of being used throughout her lifetime of her just looking at this throne. Um, I think it's a beautiful picture. I immediately, when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Um, it's probably my favorite picture of the day. And um, just a really like cool, momentous thing, you know? I, and I think the contrast, like even, you know, to bookend this podcast, right? Like we started with an heir who has turned 18 and is starting military training. And we're ending with an heir who is eight and like is really just starting this process of learning what her future is. Um, I just think it was like a really interesting contrast for the day and uh, a really great way, honestly, to tie up this podcast on both sides. Um, really great bookends. So that's all that was going on in Sweden today. Um, and it wasn't even today that this happened. It was just announced today. Um, and it was just like a really great thing. So with that, that marks the end of this week's podcasts. I will be back on Tuesday. Um, like I mentioned, I really don't think anything is going to be affected. I hope. Um, but I've got some big life changes happening over the next three or four days. Um, so things might be a little bit different for Tuesday's episode. I'm hopeful that they really won't be. Um, but as I kind of adjust to a new normal in my life, um, bear with me. I will still get, I will still work diligently at getting podcasts out every day, but they might be a little late or they might be a little shorter or something while I adjust to a new normal. Um, so that happens Monday. So hopefully it, you won't notice a difference. I am putting in every effort that you will not notice a difference, but I'm noticing a difference already. So no promises. I'm trying really hard, but, um, it's a big, big change for me in my personal life. So could affect this podcast. Hopefully it doesn't. Um, I think I've scheduled everything in a way that it won't but we'll see. Um, so anyway, with that ominous end note, um, I will talk to you all hopefully on Tuesday morning. And until then, have a fantastic weekend and I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Bye.